I already hit record, so we're going to do it. So here's the thing. This is going to be a bumper now on the front. front front. Yeah, the front. Front? I don't want to just bury it. I don't want to bury this. I want to put it in front of everything. Um, We, for for Nick's going out fucking Survivor Man style and going camping in a couple of weeks. And so we had to... um, kind of pre-do a bunch of episodes recorded. Yeah, so you're we, not moving or anything. There's no, it's it's all yeah, you. Yeah, it's all you. Yeah, yeah, sure, I'm moving. I'm not moving houses. <laughs> I'm not in the middle of packing or doing vacation or anything. Um, but but Nick has to go out in the woods and, and, and you know, just survive for a little bit to prove himself to himself, which I'm all for. Yeah. I think it's going to be a beautiful experience. Oh, full Michael Scott. Um, but what... <laughs> Uh, your brothers are going to come spin you in the woods and then just take your blindfold off and run. Slap me in the face with a shoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what happened was we recorded the episodes and then we actually got two or three. Um, uh, I don't want to say fan mail because that sounds pretty arrogant, but uh, listener, listener mail, listener mail. And we didn't want to wait until like head full of dreams to talk about those. Um, you've, you've got the messages in front of you. I kind of want, you know, you kind of take the lead on that. Yeah, so we, in our prospect episode, we talked about Life mm-hmm. in Technicolor 2, and we yes. speculated a lot on what happened and what order, What came first, what, yeah. The chicken or the egg. Right, you know? yeah. Um, and so we got a message from Kathy uh, saying that she just wanted to help us out. And Shout out to that, Kathy. Yeah, so thank you very thank you much. Very, thank you, uh, Kathy. Full stop. And then... <laughs> In addition to that. In addition to that. <laughs> Full stop. And then next. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thank you, Kathy. So anyway. <laughs> Kathy wanted to help. We really appreciate yeah. the help. So our next letter. <laughs> no, she just wanted to let us know that the version with the lyrics came first. Sure. And that then Chris decided to take them off and mm-hmm. open up Viva with them. And then put them back on for the EP because they did really like it. Yeah. Uh, they just wanted the album version to have start like the instrumental. That. Yeah. That's really cool. I, and, and, and I didn't know that. So I really know. appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. We, yeah. Anything We're else in that, in her, in her email that was interesting? No, no, that she's, was, that was, she's been a cold, she'd been, she's been a Coldplay fan for 20, 20 years. years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and yeah. Kathy also said some nice things about the podcast, which we're really appreciative of. So yeah. thank, well, you. thank you. Thank you, Kathy. Um, what else you got? What yeah, else? we also got another uh, email from Mrs. M. Mm. Mrs. M. Um, and she it's Arrested Development reference wanted for us to. Oh, Mr. F. Mrs. M. F. Mr. F. F. Yeah, it's it's M it's M R F on the on the bracelet. Uh, yeah, so I'm not gonna yeah, read. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. <laughs> Keep going. So what's what's Mrs. What's Mrs. M have to say? <laughs> she wanted us to talk about uh, in the era of Milo and yes. after. How social media and maybe YouTube specifically helped yeah. grow the fan base. Yeah, and that's with their and, music videos really getting big. Mm-hmm. And and one yeah. thing I think didn't she mention the um, Life in Technicolor two video with the puppets or was that she uh, mentioned the Viva puppets? Yes, so that we didn't. So I, we didn't talk about the Viva puppets, and I don't. And I don't it's one of those things are. where there's so much going on in the era. Yeah. So two things: one, they had these puppets that they made of the band that they would kind. Of, it was kind of I forget that traveling Stanley thing that you when you were a kid, you know, where like yeah. you, it was kind of like that where whenever the band would go somewhere the uh roadie 42 i believe would like take a photo of the puppets in amsterdam or in paris or yeah. in, you know berlin so it was cute and then the life in technicolor 2 music video was with these pu- it's a really great video there's like a puppet show and like they're performing the song and yeah. then like it goes wrong and there's like a helicopter flying around and stuff um yeah we didn't talk about that um but it is very cool the, i like the music videos a lot yeah um i'll also say about viva music videos um, Strawberry Swings music video is, in my opinion, maybe 
their best video. I know Ooh. that I said every teardrop. I love that video. It might be my favorite. Strawberry Swing is also amazing. It's like one of those stop motion things where there's also like the superhero stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, do you remember when cool. I, when I did the boomerang video I for do. um for Bare Naked Ladies? It was yeah. it was inspired by the, the feel ah, of the um okay. of the Strawberry Swing video. Good to know. Um, so, uh, so yeah. And, and you know, the one thing that, about Mrs. M's comment is that it's, it's, it's very true. Like their videos, especially the ones from both MX and then head full of dreams really blew up. Yeah. And, but, but what I'm, what I'm curious about is I'm interested to know how much that really, how much that affected the success of the band. Yeah. You know, like it's hard to, it's hard to, it's to hard gauge to know that. if that affected success or if that's just how music was changing yeah how people well were and also right? if they are because that I, big of a band yeah of course they're going to get more music video views right but like how much of it was how much of the of them were discovered right because i remember the um it's the a paradise video was big too yes yes because, and, yeah. it, and it's also like I, I do think it is worth talking about which is why Agreed. we're doing it yeah. because the, i mean billions of views on some of these videos. that's why we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> billions of views on some of these videos and um there's no way it didn't affect yeah. it's right the up there in the stratosphere yes yes it is right up there in the stratosphere thank you for the listener mail and the listener support we're like, we're, you know we're like PBS we're supported by listeners like you this is how yeah. we keep going um, and if no one listened to it then I think we'd still do it but at the same time we are so grateful that people do so if you ever have other comments on things that we've said um, yeah, please write in. Please well. write in because we we do like reading them and we like discussing them. And like just to just put another plug, keep thinking about your controversial Coldplay takes because we will be doing something with that and towards the end of the the Coldplay series. Um, so just you know, if you have any hot takes that are committed now, yeah, oh yeah, we're committed, yeah, we've done it, we've done it, we will, we be. will be doing it. Yeah, we've committed to it is what yeah. I meant. So so if you have just any hot now, takes for the first time. <laughs> on air that's how i roll like yeah we'll just do it um so if you so think about those because it'd be fun to add those but um yeah anything else you want to do, you know want to no add yeah before? thank you so much for your emails and comments and, and mrs B, mrs Kathy, m mrs m yeah um, we appreciate it we really appreciate it we're yeah always glad to learn more about the band so yeah if you have yeah. something that we messed up let us know and we'll yeah. we'll put out a correction or a, and we'll, a clarification and then we'll call it yeah okay. let's do it here we go and then we'll cut into it i looked at this one for a tattoo as well but like it's very intricate. Looking at like those, the, the, the wings. Yeah, I'm sure someone's got it somewhere. Cool. I'm sure someone's got. Let me see. Coldplay Ghost Stories tattoo. I would be shocked. Yep, there they are. Yeah, it looks very cool, but it's like it's shocked if there wasn't. If there wasn't, yeah. Yep, there's someone. Got, it actually looks really cool there. There's another one. Yeah, on the back of the it. leg. Uh, yeah, the one with the heart in between, and then yeah. Yeah, that it looks cool. cool. People nailed it. Um, don't panic that's the fourth <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> close enough ghost stories oh hey there's mine dude do you see mine on there fourth row one two three oh, it's fourth row for me no i don't think fourth Here. row i'm seeing a big uh head full of dreams and uh rush of blood oh, that's second row for me yeah okay i got it i got it. you see it yeah <laughs> there i am on google <laughs> coldplay ghost stories tattoo and I had an enlarged post. one, so it was second row. Uh, you're an, I you have you an enlarged one. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah in the flesh. Look at that. How cool. crazy. See how the Reddit post is doing from a, like, a couple of years ago. 216. Go over and give it a like. There's the top comment. I think the album art for Ghost Stories would be perfect for tattoos, which not exactly a comment on my tattoo, so thanks for that. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> And someone said, "Shame they got the shapes wrong. Otherwise, not. yeah, I, I th that really annoyed me. So when you look at the um, the 
I mean, for one, fuck you. <laughs> also, like the reason why I don't, did the less. Don't comment on a, a tattoo and call it a mistake. Yeah. Also, it was like purposeful. It was like there were so okay. many. Um, when you look at the sun from the everyday life, there's just a lot of spokes on the sun. And like I, it, for as small as this tattoo is, I didn't want to have it. The more intricate you get, the harder it is to have them. So we just cut a couple of the sun spokes out. So yeah. it still looks exactly the same. Um, but that's what that's what Putnam decided they needed to really um, go with. Um, so then, then someone else said, you made the right choice. The lines would look awful with the original design as the tattoo ages. So thank you. Thank you. Deleted. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you deleted. Thank you. Oh, well, but we're not talking about everyday life today. We're not talking about tattoos. We might talk about some. Oh, we might talk about some. <laughs> oh, welcome to Coldplay R Us. Hello and good. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome. Yeah, to, <laughs> to Coldplay R Us, um, the uh, fifth and first best Coldplay podcast out there. Um, two, three, and four are and undecided. all of the in between. Yeah, never mind. It's not undecided. It's we're, we're if you look at the top five Coldplay podcasts, <laughs> it's it's five, it's of, five our of our six episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Seven uh, now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my name is JD, and I'm Nick, and and we're talking about a very we're have we're gonna have a downer of a day today. If we're being honest with you guys, we're talking about uh, Coldplay's sixth album, Ghost Stories. Yeah, that's what we we recorded MX late into the night. Yes. So we would have an uplifting last hour. And right. Now we're, now we're talking to ghost stories early in the morning so we can have a down over the rest the of the whole day. day. Yeah. We really <laughs> want this to set the mood for our entire day. Yeah. Um, yeah sixth album, uh, May 2014, about two and a half years after um, uh, 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 MX. Um, obviously, we're going to talk about the album because that's literally what we're here to do. But I wanted to take some coffee. So one second. Oh, that's what I was going to make. You idiot um so as we said with oh, with, <laughs> with with mx a little bit stark departure um in front yeah. you know musically uh i musically thematically all of yes the all of it all of <laughs> all of the adjectives you can think about <laughs> are here i remember so again going back to like very vivid memories of the stuff coming out the first thing they released from this album it was a bit of a surprise drop thing there's like a couple of hints, but then it came out okay. was Midnight. They released it was technically the second single, but before they announced the album and magic a week before they dropped a music video for Midnight. And okay. I just I again remember thinking, you know, MX was the last thing we heard with Charlie Brown, with Paradise, every teardrop, these bright, vibrant colors. Right. And then yeah, the next thing you midnight. hear from Coldplay is Midnight. With a very like black and white sort of like thermal imaging music video of them like walking through the woods and stuff like that. Like it's a cool video, but like, again, when that came out, you're like, okay, what's, what are we doing here? Oh, you're coughing like a maniac. There you go. Way to go. I muted everything. So you wouldn't need your video. You still commented. (laughs) I have to give the listeners a play by play. So they, so they know what's happening in this world. Um, no, it was it, it was just again such a stark like you hear midnight and you go, all right, what's what's coming up now? What what's the next thing we're gonna hear? Because of all the songs on this album, that is probably the most unique and most unlike anything they'd ever done before. And so yeah. to lead in with that, it was very much like, okay, where 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 you know what's what's happening here? Yeah. Um, I had just 
moved back from LA for a little bit before I moved back out there permanently for a few years. So I was, I was home when this came out. I remember that. Um, actually, I think I might've been on that film set. I was or close, you know, I was on set. I was, I was on a feature film in Southern Southwest Michigan um, when this stuff started rolling out and then ended up <clears throat> going back out to LA. But, um, nice. uh, and you have any memories of this album? Not Almost so much. Almost none. This is where, <laughs> so this is where I, I dropped off. So sure. coming back, I like I remember Magic and a Sky Full of Stars being mm-hmm. radio hits, right? Yes, yes. Um, when I was in Germany studying, mm-hmm. in my my last semester, I started spending yeah. a lot of time at the library because it sure. was just all I was writing a thesis, so it was sure. all self work. Sure. And I'd go down and study in this part that was right by all the music. Uh-huh. And I realized you could check out, they had all these CDs that no one touched. So I started right. checking out like four CDs every week, <laughs> just downloading them right. and bringing them back. Right. And this was one of the ones that I got that way. So <laughs> I remember giving it a listen through and then like not really coming back to it. Sure. So when we sure. started preparing, so it's pretty fresh for you going yeah. into it. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, though. As soon as I started preparing, I was like, oh, yeah, a lot of this is really unfamiliar. That's cool. That's fun. I mean, that's kind of the why we did this. Let's we did what we did. Because from yeah. here on out, there's going to be a lot of that, it feels like. Um, so, bit of background. Um, they had kind of, after doing MX, had wanted to go back to that um, acoustic. You know, we talked about MX was there's going to be the an acoustic album. Yeah. Well, not so much that, but there was going to be an acoustic themed album and then there's yeah. going to be the electronic pop album and they did mx and then they're like all right now let's strip it back down again okay. um and as will said in an interview with uh joe wiley who joe wiley's been a big Coldplay person for a long i remember i've got like a a single like the shiver single from like the late 90s i have on cd somewhere and like one of the b-sides was them playing for on her radio show like in like 99 or 2000 or something like that okay. and it's weird to be like it's, it's got to be weird to have friends, you know, friends in a band like that, where you're 20 years later, you're 15 years later talking with these like, you know, they were high school, like college kids when they came in. And yeah. now they're like talking about their breakup album. But um, what Will said, talking about kind of stripping down, he said that, yeah, that might be nice. Actually, there's only so far you can go without becoming pompous and a bit overblown. So we'll tread that line very carefully, reset and recalibrate, which mm-hmm. I feel like this is. And and we'll talk about the album We'll talk about this as we get into the album. There's what Sky Full of Stars stands out as very different than everything on this album in yeah. terms of sonic sound and and emotion. And I don't think that's a bad thing, um, but uh, it's just interesting. It, it it sticks out to me a lot in context oh, of the album. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Um, so uh, some they they recorded in the bakery in the beehive their their studios and then they went to la for a little bit that's when chris starts becoming a bit of a celebrity and they're like hey let's go to la um but yeah uh one of the things that they did differently on this album was that chris said that he had other band members come to them bring ideas to start with instead of like chris has this idea and they all kind of build from there like magic guy had that baseline and that okay. was the base of that song. So it became a little bit more collaborative, which it sounds like Chris was excited about. Um, in terms of uh, the themes of the song, it's, you know, this is when he and Gwyneth broke up, divorced. Yeah, That runs through this album, pretty uh, obviously. Very clearly, yeah. Um, Chris also said um, to Zane Lowe, another uh, great British radio man, um, 
the idea of ghost stories for me was how do you let the things that happened to you in the past, your ghosts, how do you let them affect your, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. The idea of ghost stories for me was how do you let the things that happened to you in the past, your ghosts, how do you let them affect your present and your future? I'm going to just, just for the sake of it, I'll keep going in my normal yeah. accent because there was a time when I was feeling like they were going to drag me down and ruin my life and the, and the lives of those around me. I was very lucky to meet a good Sufi teacher who started to introduce me the idea of if you sit with your experiences and the things you've been through, they alchemize. At the time, he said that I didn't really know what that meant, but I trusted it would work. And the more I was learning about that, the more music just started to flow, started flowing through. So looking mm -hmm. back, looking to the future, how do those two things um, blend together? Uh, and also, I think, you know, we talked about this a little bit with um, UFO, kind of like sitting in the eye of the hurricane, right? Like yeah. it's this calmness before <laughs> it's not about this, uh, to get better. Yeah. And, it's gonna and get better before it gets, it's going to get worse before, before it gets, it gets better. better. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. <laughs> it's going to get better and then it's going to get worse again. But no, I, I feel like this, I, I feel like when you're going through an event like this, like a divorce or um, a lot the loss of, of somebody, it is one of those moments where you, where you do take stock of all of these things of yeah. the past, the ghosts that are haunting you, how have they come back to bite you or to, to harm you in these moments? And, will I ever be free of those? And so like, I think, you know, I, I all, all that to say, my point is, is like, I don't think this is not about that stuff at all. Cause Chris obviously says it is, but I think it's for, through the lens of losing a relationship because that's what makes you think about those things. If yeah. that makes sense. Um, no, yeah. I, I agree. I think I was, when I started listening to this a lot more, I found myself thinking similar things to what I said about X and Y Mm -hmm. there's a lot of space in this album yes very atmospheric but it's a real slow tempo a lot of the time mm -hmm. and i feel like there's a lot of cool interesting music choices there but mm -hmm. where x and y i feel like that space was introspective mm -hmm. this is heavier and moodier yeah 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 it's more pointed it's more yeah. like yeah. There, there, there's there yeah i think heavier is a great word for it you're right there's a lot of space but there's something weighing on it the entire time it's yeah. not just kind of like wandering and like, oh, I wonder what it's like. No, it's really deeply. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, it's a, like this is not my favorite album of theirs. It doesn't quite work. Some of the stuff doesn't quite work sure. as well for me as others. OK, but I, I found myself thinking about that with X and Y. I was like, this is mm -hmm. the same thing I said for X and Y. Right. But what right. about it is different that it's not clicking as much. Yeah, it's a good. It's, that's really interesting that you have the same ideas, but, but, you know, part of it's just something clicks better than others, you know? Right. Um, I, I agree. This is, this is definitely not my favorite album by them um, as we've established with the previous two albums. Um, but I think it's one of those albums that um, even though I love everyday life a lot more than this, I feel like it was one of those things that people kind of have been saying, like Chris had to get out. Like this album yeah. had to be part of the discography. There was no way around this. And I think in that context, it does serve a really powerful purpose um, I think some of the songs on this album are like classic Coldplay songs and agreed. Um, and, There's some great and, stuff on here. Yeah, for sure. Um, but there also is some stuff on here that I'm not, you know, I don't love. Um, yeah. But again, it's like, I think it was important for the band to do. Um, and I think it, it has, it's like, you know, it's like U2, right. Or like REM where they have little like departure albums where you're like, okay, feels like they kind of needed to do that to keep going. And then, they do and then you know and then you, you they look keep back going and, 10 and more I think albums you're right yeah, hopefully 
I'd like Coldplay to keep going 10 more albums. <laughs> um, but I think like, you know, you look at, I, I, I just like, I don't know. I know I already said this like twice. Like, I don't think there was any way around this. This had to be made in order for the band to be who they are and what they've become. Um, so yeah, I you know, a weird amount of, um, promotion for this one, in my opinion, um, there was like a live special, okay. I think it was like on NBC. Uh, yeah, there was NBC. I remember watching that where they did, uh, they did a, um, it was like a special, it was like the a live album recording of the whole album. Um, it, they did that. They, cool. It was very cool. Yeah. It, I, I'm, even, I'm not complaining about it. Um, they did, um, let me see, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, I remember, I read, I was reading this last night, and I remember that happening was, uh, in April, they announced an international scavenger hunt for sheets containing lyrics to the nine songs on the album. The notes handwritten by Chris were placed in ghost storybooks and libraries around the world with the band tweeting clues to leading to their locations. Um, the lyric sheets were found in libraries in Mexico City, Singapore, Helsinki, Barcelona, Dartford, New York City, Taranga, Dublin, and Johannesburg. Like, and I remember, I remember seeing them like tweeting photos of libraries and everyone's like, oh, where is stuff? Like, it was, it's that kind of stuff again, that is very fun and very Coldplay-esque. Yeah. Um, I remember the Target commercial that they did for this because like, I think Chris was like hanging on wires or something for Sky Full of Stars. Um, this is where Target had a special edition um, with the okay, three bonus exclusives tracks. Are back. Exclusives are back, baby. They've made a comeback strong and hard. Um, so we will be talking about the three bonus tracks, uh, for, for ghost stories yes. specifically, um, all your friends, ghost stories, and then, Oh, reprise. So we'll just talk, we'll just say what we said for, Oh, again. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, anything you want to think of, talk about before we kind of get into it, um, different producers, um, uh, yep. John Hopkins was back. John Hopkins university was back. Um, but then also, as you mentioned last time, Avicii, Avicii. was part of it. Um, Timbaland came in on it, um, and then Median. I think Median, I believe, is how you say it. Um, uh, Mr. Francais himself. Uh, yeah, so very, you know, ones. Uh, you didn't know Timbaland? No. You don't know Timbaland? Oh. I mean, I'm very white, so me saying it does not help. But Timbaland. Okay. Weezer sings about him. What song is that? Maybe. Um, it's it's a uh, Timbaland knows the beats to make it. It's a uh, pork and beans. He sings about it. Yeah, he's a producer. He's I mean, he's done stuff with Madonna, Rihanna, Jay-Z, you know, it's but but like I think that kind of proves the point. Very different production uh, oh, team yeah. for this than, than, than I was so old. They're like, we're so sick of you right now, Brian. Just get out. <laughs> they changed the ad they told him that they changed the address of the studios, but so he stopped showing up at the door and like they called Avicii and they called Tim and then they're like, and then he shows up one day, he's like, Hey, you bastards, you can't change the address of a building. <laughs> How did I fall for this? Yeah, yeah. He just took it at face value. He was like, they moved the building, I guess. And then like six months later, he was like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, so yeah, anything you wanna you wanna add before we kind of start hopping into it? Uh not particularly. I did see that like so it seems like they're always getting Grammy noms. Yeah. Noms. A lot of noms, but no um not not a lot of wins. Not bringing it home. Not since Viva. Yeah. Um not like the rest of the English people um ideally hopefully ideally yeah we'll yeah. see you later today yeah <laughs> um, but this so this one is the first i think that was nominated for best pop album mm. instead of rock album yeah there you go there you go that's a good point so and, and that just kind of shows the production of it um yeah. and i think coldplay have always straddled the line of um pop and rock 
And so this is kind of a, a good combo. I don't know. Like, MX is pretty strictly rock for me. <laughs> There's no pop there for you. <laughs> uh, well, should we do it then? Should we start it? Yeah. All right. Let's start with always in my head. love it very very um i feel like this shows the stripped backness of the rest of the album like you know we talked about hurts like heaven sort of um or even life in tentacolor setting the mood again i think they they continuously do that they that opening track is this is what this is going to be this is what this album is going to be like and i love that about this song um i love the lyrics i think it's beautiful i think it's a little melancholic you know like it, it's it's a love song but it's very subdued um yeah and i really like that but i think lyrically it's beautiful um i th- i love the guitars or johnny's guitar riff you know um i like the drum pa- I, I don't know i i think it's a great a great opener i yeah I, I agree it's definitely slower than a lot of three two two three kind like of the, yeah most of the other openers yeah but I like it. I, I love when he goes falsetto. Mm-hmm. There's some great lines in there. Mm-hmm. My body moves, goes where I will. But though I try, my heart stays still. Yeah. So it's good. pretty good, right? <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I totally agree. Um, when uh, we're not weirdly, I should say when uh, the last time I saw these guys was in um, uh, Chicago during Head Full of Dreams. And they, they played this on the okay. uh, B stage. So th- this did kind of last into the next uh, tour, I guess, if you if that makes sense. Um, yeah. And of course, it was. <laughs> it's so funny to me when you say B stage, because I've never I've never seen like such a stadium tour. Sure, sure. Yeah. Band. yeah. So when I hear B stage, I think of like a festival with another. Oh, band. The, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find if this is the right if this is the right tour because i feel like they the the they did play it but the the set list that i'm looking at uh oh here we go they were they didn't have something just like this and i'm like i know they played something just like this um yeah there it is they still okay so this is this is the actual set list they still played um uh what i just said they played always in my head but i was like this isn't the right set list but here we go yeah oh what a show listen this is the set list last time i saw them um head full of dreams yellow every teardrop scientist god put a smile upon your face paradise always in my head magic everglow clocks midnight charlie brown him for the weekend fix you viva venture of a lifetime in my place and don't panic and us against the world that was another acoustic stage thing cool and then us and then something just like this sky full of stars and up and up like dude it's pretty solid so so killer Ugh, yeah i can't get enough anyway um beautiful song beautiful yeah. beautiful song and i love the last stanza the this i guess is to tell you you're chosen out from the rest and then it kind of like the little drum machine kind of fit you know fills yep. out the right re- yeah i love it i That's love really it really emotional yes. apparently his daughter's in there singing a little mm-hmm. bit too mm-hmm. um, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree if you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm here all day everybody 
um yeah no it's it, by it, that it, you mean every other week <laughs> every other week for one to two hours um <laughs> yeah no love it great opener um really sets the mood and i think this is a beautiful song yeah you want to just go into magic then let's do some magic the biggest success from the album or is that a sky full of stars oh it's sky full stars by a mile and a half yeah oh yeah okay. dude. oh yeah yeah well this one definitely stood out for me from the first couple times oh yeah my, oh i love this song favorite I, for sure uh yeah it's it's really good the bridge is excellent lyrically and vocally mm-hmm. there's a lot of great lines in there um and with all your magic i disappear from view really love mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. um yeah what yeah, do you think? I, I, I agree. I think musically, this is a very fun, interesting song. I cannot help but like bop to it when I listen to it. The, yeah, this is one of the best bass songs that they have that they have. Um, I oh, love yeah. guys bass in it. Um, and I love the and I don't and I don't and I don't and I like the background vote like that whole I just love yep. that a lot. And then the falsetto towards the end, the the magic man, man, man you know, I can't I'm not going to do it. But the maybe I will the now nah, I won't. Um, <laughs> I, was, I, was like, I was preparing to do it um uh yeah i think i think melodically it's really it's really interesting but i i uh i love it i i you know look at the meaning of it um it's interesting because even in that first verse call it magic call it true i call it magic when i'm with you and i just got broken broken into two still i call it magic when i'm with you so it's like okay is this after the breakup is this after an argument maybe you know like it's it's not com- it's not just fully positive yeah. you know what i mean like it's not yeah. all yeah and so um it's interesting i don't know like i i think you can look at it from the perspective of it is ending and even in the chorus i don't want anybody else but you but like i and i but i can't get over you so like you like you know it's ended but you're still you you're not over the person or the concept of the person um and i would imagine after being married for as long as they were even if you know that it has to end or, or it did need to end or whatever, it's still very hard to mentally change that, that thing in your head of like, okay, I need to not be interested in this person anymore. I need to look for somebody else or, or yeah. be open to that. Um, and being able to, and like still being like, I can't, I'm still into her. I still want nobody else. Like this is, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really have a full answer on what on that. No, I, I think I agree. It, it feels like it has a little bit of a, their classic positive note at the end too. Cause mm-hmm. just the overall magic feels pos- positive the whole time yeah. compared to what he's saying. Well, and, and then and- the, yes, I do at the end kind of confirms it to me. Like, do I still believe in magic? Then yes, yes, I yeah. do. Yes. Um, and I think that's a great point where it's kind of like, even in the face of defeat or loss of some kind, yeah, it is. It I, I feel like this, I, the way that I interpret that is kind of Chris saying, I still believe in love. I still believe in magic, even though it didn't happen here or didn't yeah. work out here. Like it's not all or nothing sort of a thing. Um, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I love Yeah, it. There's, there's a couple lines that I read someone saying like how it's broken, but still better than being alone. And I'm not sure I really agree with that. It feels like it's more than just being alone. It's, sure yeah that's interesting i don't know if i agree with that either (laughs) broken but 
I, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. mean, I, I say that as somebody who has like not been alone for a long time, like me, you know, like saying like, well, I think it would be better to be alone than to be in a bad, bad place for a long time. Right. But yeah. I also haven't, you know, talk about the pandemic and stuff. I was not alone during that. I did not have to face that like a lot of other people did. And so, no. No, and you know, and, and I mean that in like a, not like no, a funky sort of sense, like we had different experiences in the pandemic because yeah. of, and so I think it's easy for me to say, no, it would be better to be alone than to be in something bad. Um, but that's just my yeah. perspective, you know, from, from one angle. So um, I don't know. I don't no, know. What are you? I don't know. I really like it. I, on the song or no, on that, <laughs> on that concept, would you, do you think it would be better to be alone um, than to or to be to have something that is broken the problem is what's the severity of the brokenness but yes yeah, yeah. that that is that's the, the determining question. yeah yeah but if it is truly broken then i would lean towards alone sure yeah i would agree i would agree well I'm yeah. glad we got that sorted for the future yeah <laughs> let's move on to ink no uh one oh. one other no. question no is we're this a drum machine no no not yet <laughs> we're not hey yeah. i said we're moving on to ink yeah and hey I'm the one who presses the button, so we're not moving on yet. <laughs> All right, go on. Go on. Is this a drum machine and not a kit? Yeah. For this one? Yeah. A lot of the songs on this album, I mean, are are like kind of like the stand-up thing, you know, where he hits the drum sticks on yeah. the it's not necessarily pad. like a loop. Yeah, a pad, a drum pad probably is is okay. At least when I've seen them, that's what he's used for it. Okay. Cause this is one of the first times that I feel like I've really been able to tell that difference. Mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. i've just picked up it on like when someone else tells me i'm like oh okay i see it but this is yeah. i was like oh that's you probably have... yeah wouldn't it suck kit. if you were wrong yeah <laughs> oh I was like, no, yeah he's just he's just banging around on the drums what are you talking about <laughs> no yes this is very much a, a a drum pad um and i think most of this album is to be honest with you um even yeah like i'm thinking of another's arms even yeah. though it sounds like a hi-hat hit it's not it's a it's definitely a a, a drum pad so yeah Okay, well, now are you ready to go on ink? Yeah, I am. Okay, well, I am too now. Yeah, love it, man. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely love this song and i think it is this is where i start you know we talk you sent me the meme from the coldplay sub yesterday is like coldplay fans you know hit song is this song underrated like the is this the butterfly meme um and i agree with that sentiment a lot i will say this to me is a song that is underrated in the coldplay and maybe not in the community but like maybe by the band themselves i think this is an amazing song and i don't think it gets the respect it deserves (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I kind of agree. I slept on this the first couple of times I listened, mm-hmm. and then coming back to research, I was like, "Damn, this one's pretty solid." Yeah, this is pretty yeah. great. I love the the clip that you played too, which is kind of like where that that second verse hits, and he kind of like goes up a level, you know, yeah, in in the vocals and the intensity, and like the oh, what was that like the wanted a way of keeping you inside, and then the vocals come in. Yeah. Um, I love the guitars on this song. I love the acoustic ditty and the electric kind of doing the, the, uh, the, the riff as well. Yeah. It's such it a groovy to... melody. Yeah, it is. And like with the drums, like you can't again, help but sway a little bit. 
And then I love how the core, the, the, the guitars transform in the chorus. Like it kind of has a, it goes from playing the riff into like playing full chords. If that makes yeah. sense. Like it's do, 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 do all I know. Doom, 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 doom. Yeah. I just, yeah. yeah. I might cut that part because that probably sounds worse when I go into the edit. Me doing the boops, we'll see. And and again, meaning wise, it's kind of like looking at <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Jerry. But, yeah, exactly. Okay, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I> got it. <laughs> um, uh, I I I think meaning wise of this album, it's or this song, it's interesting because it again, it feels a lot of that. Uh, it feels to me like a lot of that. Um, positive and positivity and pain right like there's it's uplifting um and all i know is that i'm lost whenever you go all i know is that i love you so much i love you so so much that it hurts um and but it also sounds like that person is gone you know like i feel like this is past that yeah i I agree i i like the metaphor of it feels like he's talking about literally getting a tattoo right like the pain's all right, whatever. Yep. But I also feel like there's a tinge of, hey, this is a ex, a past relationship mm-hmm. that is like metaphorically a tattoo. It will always be a part of me. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I like the dichotomy how they kind of switch back. It's more implied that, it's, but then it's they're literal about and actually it's also, getting a tattoo. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Because you think about that, you know, like relationships. Not to go well, Chris can be cheesy. We can be cheesy too. Relationships yeah. are like tattoos on your on your heart, on your soul, because they, yep. they last. And sometimes they fade a little bit. Sometimes they change. Um, sometimes you gain weight and they stretch out a little bit, but like the, the essence of that is etched on you and yeah. you cannot lose that experience. You know, those, and kind of going back to the whole ghosts, but the part that Chris was talking about, it's always going to be a part of you. Uh, yeah. and it's kind of up to you what you do with that necessarily. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's a really cool, like you said, dichotomy of the literal getting a tattoo and the, um, the metaphorical, like a tattoo on you sort of a thing. Yeah. Um, I specifically love the line and you wonder when you wake up, will it be all right? Like when you're like in the, in the oh. darkness of that moment of whatever that moment is, um, yeah. whether it's the pain or whether it is, you know, you like, will this be gone tomorrow? And then feels like there's something broken inside. And I think something that I love about it is the way he sings those lines because it's an uplifting melody. Um, it's, it's almost a bit of a Stephen Page thing, right? Like it's an uplifting melody, but pretty dark couple of lines. And yep. so it's kind of like, I, I just, I can, when I picture this happening, literally, these are the thoughts that are in the back of his head, right? Like he's getting the tattoo, he's excited. And in the back of his head, he's going like, is this going to be all right? And not just the tattoo, like life. Yeah. But it's still there, you know? um yeah i, really I like I, that yeah i do yeah i i love and then i love the outro i see the road begin to climb i see your stars begin to shine i see your colors and i'm dying of thirst <laughs> and just that, that idea that like you know it's one thing to it's one thing to feel like somebody is your lifeline feel like somebody is the person who quenches your thirst and makes you whole mm-hmm. it's another thing to feel like that about someone and that person be gone now and because now because now yeah. you are you know it's something to be like you keep me full you fill my bucket you're always there for me and then that person's gone you're now dying of thirst because even though it takes time even though it can get better with time it hasn't happened yet there's yeah. still you are you're currently sitting in it yeah you're yeah your your well has been dried out 
or your your lifeline has gone and now you are trying to navigate that um, yeah yeah heavy so much that it hurts oh yeah 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 and then i love the little i love those at the end too i love how that's kind of how it ends as kristen and then the song ends there um yeah love the song love it agreed yeah it's you uh move on to true love then Oof, man, this is a dark one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very, very dark one. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I like it. It is. Yeah. I, it's so dark, but I, yeah. I like it. Yeah. The, yeah. I think well, you tell me your thoughts before we dive in. How about that? Uh, I don't love it, weirdly enough. Okay. It's one of those songs where. And, you know, we would we would have these not arguments, but these same things on BNL. I get it. I get all of the parts of it. It mm-hmm. doesn't always work for me. And maybe that's because I, I haven't listened to it and when it needs to hit me. Right. Like like it yeah. hasn't connected. Right. I will say the guitars at the end of the song, Johnny's guitar, one of my favorite guitar tones of like any Coldplay song, which I which is hard for me because I like that when it comes in that like i it gives me shivers every time it just that sometimes it takes me i don't get there because i have to listen to the rest of the song to get to that point you know <laughs> so it's it's yeah. definitely not my favorite song um i do like it and i agree that it's really heavy and beautiful um but uh i don't know something about the music and the back the bum 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 like the kind of like background yeah backdrop of the song just doesn't really connect for me i mean i'm kind of with you sounds like maybe a little bit less sure so sure but this is this is not one that i'm gonna be like oh let's go back to a lot yeah but i i'm really appreciative of the theme and Mm -hmm. how easy it is to like grasp onto how dark it is oh absolutely yeah and that and and that feeling of like literally tell me you love me and if you don't then lie like not one you know i'm i'm a big believer in life of like i'd rather know than than yeah. be in ignorance you know but i think i've always been in those moments to, oh been in those moments too where you're like i don't want to know the truth i just need you to be there for me like this like, yeah if well, you don't love the, me then lie there's the awareness that hey this is like this this there's a big problem here yes but right. also the denial on mm-hmm. hey i i'm not ready i can't handle that right now just lie yes. to me yes exactly and i and i love to that point those opening two lines for a second i was in control i had it once i lost it though um when and even the follow-up yeah. and all along yep. the fire below would rise like this idea of sometimes with relationships once the ball gets rolling the end of it yep. you can't pull it back you can't stop it from rolling like you were in control and then you kind of have this realization of like you know what this is not going to work but I'm not letting it go now, even though, you know, it's doomed, I guess, maybe for lack of a better yeah. word, like it's going to keep rolling down the hill. Um, 
This is one that uh, Chris allegedly said about the song. Sometimes we'll pick a single knowing that it doesn't really fit into how singles should sound or do sound. Ooh, hipster, edgy. Our whole philosophy, especially recently, has been to follow our gut feeling. If we feel like this record needs to be a bit smaller and shouldn't tour it, then we follow it. And we worry about the consequences afterwards. I think choosing true love as a single is probably the same kind of thing. Somehow for me, it completes the trio of things that we want to represent the album. Um, so, you know, proud of the song. It sounds like don't play it as much since the soul since tour. this tour, this tour. Yeah. The, the little mini tour they did. Um, I love that second verse again. Remember once upon a time when yeah. I was yours and you were mine, the fire would sparkle in your eyes and mine. No, uh, it's not. It's not when I was yours and you were mine. It was when oh, blind. I was yours I'm sorry. and you, and you were, were blind. blind. Yeah, I'm sorry. That I spoke. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a such good a good twist on I was yours and you were mine, though. Yeah, yeah. I That's my favorite line for sure. Oh, yeah. Love it. That's, yeah. That's powerful. Yeah, I literally just was glazing over it as I was reading it. I completely, when I was yours and you were blind. And I feel like it is inevitable to put it on yourself at the blame. And I think that's yep. one of those things there, right? Like, and not that, you know, there's always a... um a two-way street um there's a uh th there's a song on uh, one of the more recent national albums called guilty party i don't know if you know that one um it is one I of my it. favorite national i remember the um <laughs> the first time i listened to it when That's it came out sleep well beast right? sleep well beast yeah yeah um yeah. the first time i listened to it i was uh on a work trip and we had just come back from a work dinner and uh had had wine like not a lot but like you know was like a yeah. little you know and enough and and this song play and i played it for the first time in my headphones in the hotel room and i remember just crying because i was like this is beautiful because the whole point of the song is that like something is falling apart but there's no guilty party it's yeah. it's both it's it's both of our fault and it's nobody's fault exactly. and i think it's yeah. one thing to know that but it's another thing to believe that about yourself that i'm not the problem and yeah. so when you, you know, when you see a line, like when I was yours and you were blind, I think my gut reaction is like, okay, it's a two way street. It's not just you. Um, but at the same time, you're bringing this baggage or whatever to it. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's so many <laughs> levels to all of these <laughs> yeah. lines. And that... frankly, I don't feel like that always is the case with Coldplay. Like I think, oh, great. I, and, and not to like knock them for that. Cause again, I love them, but I think sometimes you listen to songs and you're like, this is pretty straightforward. What the, the lyrics are, what they are. But I think with MX and I think with this, where there are a lot of layers to a lot of these lyrics and they're beautiful. Yeah. And I, I just love it when people do that. Mm -hmm. It's like everything we talked about with appreciating Steve's. Lyrics. Yes. Multiple layers and one, one or two lines. Yeah. 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 And again, it's one of those things where you wonder how, how quickly and naturally those came or how quick or how much time they spent laboring over the right phrasing and words. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'd be curious to know like that. Just use that verse as example, right? Remember once upon a time when I was yours and you were blind, the fire would sparkle in your eyes and mine. How quickly did that come to Chris or how many edits did that go through? You know, like you just don't know with that kind yeah. of stuff. But I always wonder that. Yeah. That's, that's always such a fascinating, you're like, Hmm. Yeah. Cause you always hear the stories of, Oh, we sat down and it was done in 10 minutes. Right. What? Right. <laughs> How? How? Yeah. Um, yeah. So should we keep going then? Yeah. Let's move on to uh, midnight. Midnight.
What do you think? I it, it is mind-blowingly good to me, this song. I It blows me away every time I listen to it. From the very beginning to the very end, when like this cacophony of noises comes in, it's mm-hmm. just so good to me. I love this song. Dang. What do you feel? Not that affinity. Really? I don't I don't dislike it. Sure, sure. But I'm surprised at that much affinity to it. But I I really get the bony bear comparisons. Oh yeah. Oh you know? yeah, for sure. <laughs> Put a little vocoder on and call it a day. There's yeah. there it is. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's maybe just a little too slow and long for me. It just doesn't quite come together. You but... you don't like things that are slow and long. You like them to be quick and over very fast. Yeah. It's what you're used to. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> A oh, wham bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, and, I don't and know if me, I like having said that either, but <laughs> well, it's out there now. I guess we have to see what happens. Um, no, I, I <laughs> um, I, I hear what you're saying. I think, I think that's to me almost sort of why I love it so much is that it feels like nothing they've done before, and frankly, nothing they've done since. But it also feels so distinctly Coldplay to me. And I just, I, I, I said this with, I think paradise last time, I feel like I get transported when I listen to this song, like it completely um, takes over everything and it just okay. feels like its own world. Um, yeah. I, I think this is, I, get I, that. I really what, like What do you it. think of the instrumental buildup in it? I love it. Where like, you mean that's in the second half or all the, all yeah. the, yeah, I love it. I think it's so cool. I love how they kind of fade in, right? There's like, like the really frenetic, like, yeah. um, synth sounds that are going on and the, and the rest of the ambience that had been happening gets bigger and bigger. No, I, I really like it actually. Okay. Why, what, do, what do you think? I don't know. I can't quite place it. I think sometimes I like, I like it as a whole, mm-hmm. but part of me feels like it's got three parts of the song mm-hmm. and the first and third go together and that instrumental and the it doesn't doesn't interesting okay it's that, different I mean, that's fair. and it doesn't like it i don't know it, it changes the style mm-hmm. but it's like it, it builds up it's like you're at a straight line and then you completely change it do something new and then you just go straight back to how it was before like it doesn't tie in completely to me okay i mean that's fair i hear what you're saying i, I think it's very it's very distinct in that middle section for sure. And then it kind of goes back into what it was before. I yeah. think I don't know, I like I, the individual pieces. Sure. It, you, you just don't necessarily think they um, go together fully. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Okay. That's fair. There's a, there's some weird instrument that um, guy plays on this song. Uh, if you've ever seen the live videos, it's where it's got all these light beams that are sticking up and he kind of like puts his hands over them to like be the um, instrument. Okay. Have you ever seen that? Oh, no. Frick. So Will's playing this weird ass tabletop game in the background. And Chris is like, hey, man, can we can we get back to the song, please? Um, Theremin is what I was thinking of. Oh, just yeah. No so that's the it. instrument that Will's <laughs> playing right there. And weird. this is the thing I was talking about with with Guy. Do you see those, those light beams yeah. go up? Yeah. So like, I don't know. I wish I knew what it was called, but like he will. Oh, this is so moody, man. Yeah, there it is. Like, it is that's so the beat right moody. there. So it's yeah, it's very very cool. Like that's depend that's those are the notes that he's playing. It's yeah, it's very cool. That's I wish I knew cool. what it was called. It is, but it's very yeah. This whole thing is so moody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it though. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Johnny's just like, hey, I'm just happy to be here on the keys. Um, no, I I think oh, it it, it kind of goes back to what I was what what we had talked about with um um, Russia Blood, where I'm like this to me 
captures that mental state of feeling mentally overwhelmed. Even if you're sitting alone in a room and there's nothing else going on, it feels yeah. almost like a, like a panic attack or it feels like you're losing your mind. Um, and not in a way that scares me away from wanting to listen to it, but I feel like in your head, it can be very calm and then everything builds up and gets crazy. And then it kind of calms back down again. You know, yeah, I, I like, I do really like that. I have, I feel like it has that feeling. Mm-hmm. And then I took it as kind of a metaphor of literally like leaving the light on as a kid. It was all you needed to be fine from yeah. being scared of the dark, yeah. mm-hmm. but that, that maybe there's something like that, that can work for your problems that you can be freaking out, but it's just like a simple, there's something, simple yeah, comfort. There's, there's a calming. Yeah. There's that'll like a, take you out of it. Mm-hmm, that'll ground you. I totally. Yeah. Yeah. When I also think, and I, I really like that because you're right. It kind of goes back to that childhood feeling of this. I, this is that comfort I need, or like, you know, a ship in the night, that lighthouse guiding you, like, you know, you literally yeah. needing that light. Um, I also take it as like, I don't know. I think I'm a big believer that you need to sit in the bad like you can't always try to run from it and i think this is kind of one of those where it's like in the darkness before the dawn leave a light on like i'm i want to come out the other side of this and i will i need to i need to stay here right now but i will be better sort of i will get better sort of a thing and so i kind of like that too is like you're telling your that person your friend partner well probably not partner in this case um (laughs) like when i'm rolling with the punches and hope is gone leave a light on like yeah I love the line, the rolling and the thunder. Rolling with the thunder. I've always loved that. Yeah, I'm going to stay here for a while, but leave that light on because I'll I'll get there. I'm coming back. Yes. Yeah. And I'm going to need that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think this is um, a brilliant sort of central, you know, it's track five of nine, kind of like a centerpiece of this album, kind of the the middle of it. Again, the eye of the hurricane sort of a thing. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Keep going. Yeah. Another's arms. It sounds, I love Chris's voice going really low again. It's like, oh, yeah, we got some yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love that. Someone there to find me. You like when it all kind of drops in like that? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, What do you think about the song? I I like it. I think there's a lot of cool things that he does with the lyrics. Mm -hmm. Musically, I really like the lower uh, register. Yeah. Yeah. I think lyrically. I do. I, I also like it a lot too. I think it is um, the most, um, and maybe maybe this isn't fully fair. It is the most vividly depressing song on the album. Like, there's not really a th- there's not really a an uplifting part to this. This is purely thinking of your partner with somebody else, and in my at least the way I'm looking okay. at. Okay. Um, I think the lyrics are very interesting because like lines like late night watching TV is not a kind of line that Chris would normally write. Like that's not very much a Chris Martin lyric to me. And so it's a little bit, not in a bad way, jarring. I think when I hear him say things like that, um, but I think it fits the song very, very well. Well, what, what you, you, your face is saying. No, I, I agree. I, I took it as like, it could have been a multiple things. The another's arms that I, I initially thought, okay, it could be reminiscing. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your relationship that's now over yeah 
it could be you're out of the relationship and you're looking for something new, but it still feels weird to look for something new. To be in another's arms. Yeah. Yeah. And then I thought it also could have been cheating. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I think all three of those honestly are like, I really like the second one, especially when you're trying to like find something new and it feels weird. I think for me, the governing where, where my, the, the reason why I feel what my interpretation is, is that opening verse that late night watching TV used to be you here beside me, used to be your arms around me, your body on my body. Yeah. And then, um, that, uh, I've struggled with this. Well, sorry. I've struggled with this a lot of picturing, you know, even if it's, even if it's over and it's not cheating. Cause I, I also think that's a very good and like not, well, not good, a very interesting interpretation of it and and thought process of it because i i can totally see that i've t- yeah, i've taken it, it as you with someone else or you're out of it and thinking of her with someone yeah. else well and that's the thing that I, i'm thinking that they're out of it even though they're out of it if you've been with somebody for as long as they were together you know even longer than two even longer than a, a year right or a yeah. breakup thinking of your person with somebody else is hard and yeah. and hurts and so I, that's kind of what i feel like is when you're sitting in that like intentionally putting yourself through the ringer thinking of those things like when the world means nothing to me i'm going to think even harder about you with somebody else so i'm even sadder and then the pain just rips right through me in others arms but i also think like i love i also love the finding solace in somebody else like you said um and not in a cheating way but like in a in a i have found somebody else and when i feel those things you that uh, that other person is there i'm in another's arms yeah that's really interesting and then there is yeah i think there's to me i took it as it could be any of the above yeah and then at the end to me it definitely comes back around to reminiscing yes for sure wish you were here beside me your arms were around me yes yes i totally agree um i love that i know we said in the beginning of this i love the breakdown part that is there someone there to reach me someone there to find me when it's just chris's vocals and his yep. backing was yep. really ah, oh, that's that's powerful, man. Uh, then the bass drops and everything drops in. Um, but I love the the final chorus too. The got to pull your got to pull you close into me. Another's arms, another another's arms. Pull yourself right through me. Another's arms, another's arms. Yeah, um, yeah. I also just yeah. like the used to be you here beside me. The way he flips how you would normally say that is mm-hmm. just cool. Yeah, I agree. No, it's very lyrically. He's he does a lot here. And not just yeah. on the song, this album, but like this song in particular. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I, you know, I'm reading this. I'm actually reading a genius interpretation of one of the parts right now. The um, got to pull you close into me in other's arms and then pull yourself right through me. There's that ghost story. Like you're grasping onto oh. something that's no longer there. Like Damn. literally, you know what I mean? Like I was like, yep. oh, yeah, I didn't pick up good. on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Musically, it's very dark. I feel like, you know, it's very yeah. heavy piano driven. Um, I like that, but it's... um. I don't know. I, I don't find myself going back to this one like I do others on this album, um, but maybe it's because of the moodiness of it that like, you know, it's got to when you're in that right mood, it's going to hit perfectly <laughs> Yeah. when you're not. You're like, this is kind of dark, but I do enjoy it a lot. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I don't see myself really coming back to this all that frequently. We'll see. I mean, time will tell. Yeah. We'll have to do We'll have to check back in in a year or so. It's like, hey, how many times have you listened to another's arms? goose egg <laughs> no maybe a couple <laughs> yeah we'll see we'll find out wanna keep going then yeah oceans, oceans next 
this one this one was a this one grew on me a lot actually i used to not care for this all that much at all um and then i'd That's say the past <laughs> oh really interesting um the past few months especially um uh i'd say about two or three months ago i i tried to learn how to play this song uh, on okay. guitar um it's pretty simple it's pretty easy you know you have to get just gotta get the right tuning and then learn because it's you know it's crisp being like i want to do some weird tuning for my guitar and then once you do that and you see the shapes that he's playing it's yeah. pretty it's pretty simple um yeah. and i think playing it I, i've kind of felt and not to be like again weird about it but like i felt what he it's a very specific kind of chugging of the guitar chords you know that dude like it kind of yeah okay. and so like when i was moving like that while playing and i was like oh i feel that um and so i really liked that and then on the live dvd or the live performance of this that i was talking about you know i remember yeah. like that you know they had the whole thing on like a stage and stuff but then this song like i I'm, if i remember correctly chris played on a bench at the end of a pier and like it was just him sitting there playing the guitar and it was very it was really really cool um but no so my my love for this song has skyrocketed over the past uh few months um okay. and I, I love it you don't feel the same about it so much no so i really like the first verse don't pull any punches be, it, be completely it sounds honest. like it almost could have been on parachutes to me like a little bit for sure we never totally. change mm-hmm. yeah, yeah 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 i really like his voice through it i think mm-hmm. for me it's after after that first verse the second verse is all right it's not mm-hmm. it, i'm still in it but then the outro is just way too there's too much space and the outro is way too long sure yeah the outro it does verse. definitely go on the end of it the outro part of it yeah. um you're, you're i feel you're like there if there were some that. different choices there i could have really liked it sure but because i love parachutes and it has that feel to me but i think it's a lot due to that i that's fair that's yeah it's you're the right the outro does the really half. kind of go into sky full of stars obviously um right. uh i yeah that's fair i i i, I mean i i disagree but i also know why you're i get it especially the, you know like i feel like if i wanted to go listen to this song i would listen to it and then maybe fast forward past the last minute or two when it is that kind of like yeah, uh instrumental that's thing fair. that's fair yeah um i i again struggle with the meaning of this one because i feel like there's a there's that dichotomy there's there's i feel like so many of these songs are toying with two sometimes opposite feelings at the same time like here it yeah. is um missing and wanting that person and and you know kind of saying meet me under the sun meet me in the rain like that stuff i'm trying to change even though I'm it might be too late. i'm ready for it all um i'm ready for the change and i'm ready for the pain you know but then i also love the end you've got to find yourself alone in this world and i that that's one of those double meanings where that can be really dark and feel like you've got you're going to find yourself alone and that's it but also like you have to you have to find yourself independently you know like you need to discover who you are independently from somebody else and i don't know i think like you can obviously not to you know bring too much (laughs) from life into it like you can find your you can have somebody that you are so dependent on and is so much a part of your soul and that mm-hmm. is okay. Like, you know, I, people can be very, and again, I'm saying this from my perspective, but like people can be very guarded and not let somebody in because they don't want to get hurt. And yeah. I think you, you know, I don't want to be too dependent on somebody. Well, if you're going to be married to somebody, if you're going to have that longevity, it's okay to be dependent on somebody, I think. But yeah. I think in those same veins, you still have to know who you are outside of that, that that yeah. can't be your identity. 
exactly. I guess. And I think that oh. I, that's what I kind of pull from those last couple of lines. I like that. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but again, it's the playing with two different ideas yeah. um, at the same time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what? That was cool. No, I like, I had not considered any of that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but it's also one of those songs where the lyrics are sort of simple slash vague enough where I've gone for a long time, like, okay, what's going on here? Like, you know, like, yeah. Um, but I also feel like the song feels like just a desperate plea to me. You know, it feels like a longing. And because of that, absolutely, I start to feel like, well, maybe those lyrics don't, maybe the, the lyrics don't matter all that much because what it's about is the feeling of it. I still think the lyrics are good, but I think it's about like, I think that, and I'm ready for it all love where he goes really high and kind of draws it out. Um, that. that to me is like what this song is it's just that feeling of like that desperation or that plea so um i said that and then i saw it in the about section on genius it says another desperate plea that is not where i pulled that from <laughs> that was a completely independent thought i promise i was not what i was trying to trying to copy but um so should we keep going into a very starkly different song yeah let's do it a sky full of stars I feel like we just had different reactions during listening to the clip because I was yeah. kind of dancing and singing and you went, huh? Okay. <laughs> to well, my dancing and singing. Yeah. So that was a reaction to your dancing and singing because when we recorded Viva, you said that there are two song, two popular songs that you really like don't care for. Sure. Sure. And in my head leading up to this week, I was like, Hmm, I wonder if this is one of them. And then you start dancing. I was like, okay, probably not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> this song grew on me a lot when it came out i definitely had that feeling of like that's fun i like it it's a little too simple there was the yeah. whole like avici helping produce it and being like okay wow so they're going mainstream you know like honestly a lot of the things people are saying about higher power now that i disagree with i was feeling when this song came out kind of going like yeah how can you do midnight and then do this they're so different but um but again reading chris's notes on it what that song represents on ghost stories is the release after you've climbed the mountain after you've done anything challenging. That's why that song is so unashamedly happy and danceable because that's what it needed to be. I love singing it. I know we didn't break the mold, but it's just so fun to play. And I'm like, I like, I like that. Yep. yep. Like that, you know, and then he also developed on the song in another interview where he said it needs, it needs to be about unconditional love. There will, there will be a point where you'll be like, okay, I got that out of my system. Now let's go dancing. <laughs> and so I will say, you know, do I think it's the best Coldplay song? No. Do I think it's their most, like Chris said, did it break the mold? Not in any way, but I love how unabashedly and unashamedly positive and uplifting it is. I, yeah. And I think it's a necessary uplifting note. Yes in the album and it like sticks out like a sore thumb it, yeah it's really kind of the first more upbeat thing since ink yeah so like yeah. three to eight mm -hmm. so i really appreciate it yeah it's placement but i also read somewhere it was like i really liked this take on it that a heavenly view like despite the positive tone of the song mm -hmm. a heavenly view is all that it is there's inherent separation of a sky full full of stars that you can never really get it yeah so like looking back on a relationship you're like oh i have this pleasant view of it yeah but it's not something that i can ever have again 
that's interesting that it is just it's a heavenly view but that's just it that's yeah. what it is well that's a little dark that's a little dark <laughs> <laughs> um but it fits with the tone of the album uh, Martin admitted that the split inspired ghost stories, which I, I think we all knew that, Chris. Um, I think in life, everyone needs no. to be broken in some way. Up to a certain point in my life, I wasn't completely vulnerable and it caused some real problems. If you don't let love in, then you can't really give it back. So what ghost stories means oh. to me is like, you've got to open yourself up to love. And if you really do, of course, it will be painful at times, but then of course it will be great at some point. Um, lovely little note there. That was about this song or this album? About the album, but I okay. but I think it was looking at the, the I don't care, go on and tear me apart. I don't care if you do is kind of where that came up. And it's yeah. interesting that it is so uplifting musically, but then you've got like what you were saying about how it's just a heavenly view. And then you also have lines that are, I don't care, go on and tear me apart. I don't care if you do. Because yeah. in a sky full of stars, I think I see you. So like it's kind of again on the face admitting the pain but also saying like i'm not going to let that affect or change this sort of a thing yeah i don't know um i do like it i think it live it's a banger it's one of those just like oh, communal, sure. just like everyone's a part of this jumping and dancing and the synths and the lights like you know it's a it's a really cool experience um i think i like the song more than i want to like admit you know because okay. i think it is just like it's a bop you know um yeah i agree yeah. Um, have you seen the music video for this one, by the way? No, it, you, it's funny. No, because... I'm 0 for 12 on that question. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great because it's, I think they're like in Australia or something, but it's them like, um, uh, sky full of stars music video. They're like in Australia. And it's, it's funny because for the most produced, um, song on this album, it's literally them walking around town. Um, and I'm going to show, pull up for you in a second, like, like a bunch of vagabond musicians. So um, here, let me let me share it real quick um, so you can just see some of the images. So like uh, and I've got the cool Parlophone presents they always do. So like it's Chris walking around with like the, the bass drum on his back. The and the one guitar. man band. Yeah, the one man band. There you go. Yeah. And then like when it gets to the choruses um, that he kind of finds the rest of the band, like, you know, in, in not in, in an alleyway, but like, you know, they're all also one man banding it. Like they've got their guitar and their bass and, you know, they've got all these <laughs> oh, blowing. Cool. <laughs> and then like, you know, Chris goes back on the walk and he's got fans, but it's, it's, it's interesting to me because like, again, for the most produced song on the album, um, sitting there playing with an acoustic, he's guitar. just there playing with acoustic. And then, you know, Johnny's got his little flute thingy, uh, or pipe thing. Um, but my favorite thing is that, yeah, say, um, cause if, if you play the, I don't think you'll be able to hear the audio, but there's an edit of this music video somewhere where, someone put like fake sounds in like what they would actually sound like and like a really out of tune guitar and like a horn <laughs> every once in a while and it, it it gets me i have to see if i can find it and send it to you after this it gets me every time because it's so like ah it's so funny it's so funny but um i like so, that i like the um really produced song really stripped down looking music video sort of a thing yeah yeah the way you describe that music video makes me think of haim oh yeah and yeah yeah they have like I watched, I think it was Don't Wanna. I watched the music video and it's uh -huh. just the three of them walking through a parking lot dancing. Uh-huh. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no instruments, no just, just walking. Then, yeah. <clears throat> and then I saw it posted on Reddit and I like looked at the comments and they were like, How many music videos are they gonna do where they're just walking around dancing? And they have like three where they're just walking around the street dancing. To I, the music. But like you think and about I, the music video for yellow it. is just Chris walking down a beach singing yeah. yellow. And so I had thought about that too with um or you know, like more famously uh, uh Bittersweet Symphony, 
you know that mm-hmm. one like that's the same music video i know you know the song the music video is richard ashcroft walking down the street like slow motion hitting into people like you know like that's the whole thing and so like when i released my ep i had thought about doing a music video i'd want and i still want to even a couple a year and a half later and i was like i could just do one of those like i remember um i think maybe a month before the ep came out i had the mixes and i just hadn't released it yet but i was in vegas for work and i went to go see a movie i went to go see us by jordan peele but i walked to the movie theater because yeah. i didn't want to uber it was like a mile mile and a half but i remember walking down the side of like the las vegas strip listening to who knows and i was like this would be a cool video you know because yeah. i'm like the, the 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 environment continues to change you know but then i was like okay that works when you're like a famous rock star like the simple walking and singing music video i'm like i don't know if that would work for this sort of a thing you know but um regardless uh it might not be creative enough to pull a bunch of people to it for the first time but that doesn't fair. mean it wouldn't work that's fair that's a good point it might still work it just would um it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the draw but then you'd say you have a music video so maybe one yeah. day maybe we'll do it after this we'll get an iphone out we'll shoot it um yeah we'll go see coldplay in vegas and we'll shoot that on the yeah there we go perfect yeah. perfect um <laughs> uh any other thoughts on this one so how do you feel about it then as because i know that we've talked about the description what do you like the I, song i enjoy it yeah sure okay it's not my favorite on the album but i, I enjoy it for sure I, okay i i get it it's very fun <laughs> so then should we should we close out the main tracks and then go into some bonus ones yeah so the next one is O, um but it's kind of split into two parts it's got a fly on and then mm-hmm. oh yeah. Uh, so we're gonna split it into two parts and yeah. talk about them individually. So the first part is fly I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, I think it's very beautiful. Um, I can't say that I find myself going back to it all that much. Um, yeah. But again, is Chris talking about his birds? I love, and I love that. Um, I think it's a very good kind of like um, uh, uh, <laughs> the other <laughs> up with the birds <laughs> in the last album, the other mm-hmm. closing track about birds. Um, I think it does a very good job being the finale to this piece. Um, I don't find myself going back to it because to me, that's how it functions. It's the end of the album. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts though? Because you're you're shaking your head. Yeah. A bit. I don't know. I I really like some of the lines. One minute they arrive, next you know they're gone. Yeah. Really like that. Yep. The beginning, I f- fly on. I feel like it's all right. I don't have a super big affinity to it. Sure. Sure. And I don't mind oh all that much either. But I. So is there a reason for this silence? Uh, not that I know of. I mean, okay. maybe just maybe just because I found myself getting really annoyed with it. Uh-huh. It's two and a half minutes of dead silence in between. It's a hidden things. track. Hello, two and a half minutes later. Here yeah. it is. Yeah. I well, I've listened to it the first time while driving. I was like, "What the hell happened to my radio?" <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. And, and then I was like, "Okay, so Coldplay are pretty like pretty big into like social causes and all this. Like, is there a?" A cool reason for this oh sure and then i'm gonna feel bad for getting annoyed at how dumb i find this right now so <laughs> as long as there's not I think then that... i don't feel bad but I, <laughs> I hate it i hate the silence well you just skip the silence then it's not a it's not like part of the yeah, song i drag just... all the way to yeah. the end and then it's still 30 seconds of fucking silence <laughs> i'm like oh i never make it there 
all right all right let's, let's hold your horses here it's just dead air i but i know what you Why mean like, put two and a half minutes of dead air in an album that's 40 minutes long so that you could get to the 40 minute mark they're like it's, it's gotta 42 be 42 minutes, minutes long and two and a half of those all right are, are silence <laughs> sometimes you gotta sit with it nick sometimes you just gotta sit with your emotions all right that's what they're trying to do here that makes me uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> so so you don't so the song itself is fine to you the song itself is fine i hate doesn't silence do anything. but yeah it's it's not a standout it's just sure. i'm like oh, okay this is this is fine nice, p- nice piano ballad kind of classic yeah, cold exactly piano ballad. yeah um you want to play oh then yeah like it i mean it's hard it's yeah. one of those things that's hard to hard to talk about you know it's it's the begin. it's sort of the same of the opening of always in my head the sort of atmospheric sounds i think it's very yeah. beautiful not a lot to say about it necessarily um exactly. but i like there's it a cool baseline on the clip i played yeah 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 there's a cool bit ba- and it, it it sounds again just very i don't know atmospheric but i like yeah. that i like that so yeah, I don't have a lot to say on it, but I, but I do enjoy it for what it is. Again, I don't, because it's the hidden track and because it's at the end of the album, I don't go out of my way to listen to it a lot, um, but I do like it. It's pretty. Yeah. Is this the hidden track or is Fly On the hidden track? Because the song's called well, O and this is the O part. Oh, well, this is, the, this, is the, this is the question, isn't it? This is your like, oh, there is something after this dead long silence. Wait, hold on, hold on. I might be an idiot. Oh, on the track, if I hit play on the track, doesn't it open with fly on? And then this yeah. is later. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. So it's, yeah, but fly, but it's titled. Called oh. oh, that's yeah. yeah. And sometimes I've seen his parentheses fly on, but like on the official track listing, it's just, Oh, um, so I don't know. I mean, maybe we're, maybe we're uh, going to have that conversation. You know, it's a, which came first chicken or the egg sort of a thing. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, I don't know. Um, apparently there were versions of this released where the silence was not there okay you must really like that then no I was just finding it interesting that they only like why is it only in the standard edition versus other ones it's just another interesting choice I feel like this is I, I don't mean to be an asshole about <clears> it <throat> I feel like this is one of those things you're going to have to learn to live with and it, it's like such an easy fix just skip yeah. the silence it's fine. I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm interested in what the decision, like why. They like chose. it's such a common, like people do that have, have been done that in albums for decades. No, no, yes, they, they have. have. No. Are you kidding me? You don't think there's been not silent a, tracks? Not, not more than 10 seconds. Dude, you're, you're absolutely <laughs> wrong. There have been albums with like nine to 10 minutes of silence before the song plays. Well, that's a ridiculous choice. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next bonus track? What's the first bonus track? Yeah, we've got three bonus tracks. All your friends, ghost story, and all my friends is a pretty limited list right now. <laughs> Are you saying I'm not making the list? <laughs> I'm saying you're falling off, pal. Well, we're still Thank gonna you. play it. <laughs> That's all right. I can see why it's a bonus. I think I think I could have preferred this to some of 
the original nine. There's some really cool bass lines, and I like that like beeping effect going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. The back, the kind of in the yeah, yeah. I, I but agree. it's more of a wondering on if I would prefer it, not like oh, I. It's hard to would. yeah. You're definitely right. I hear it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't love this one. Um, it 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 feels like it kind of just weirdly to me just kind of goes on a little bit. I kind of yeah, like them. I, I, I feel like this one's a little. The way that I've seen it before is it's a little vindictive like you know kind of trying you know even your partner's friends are being like hey you're kind of you know screw doing something like you know you're in the wrong a little bit so like all your friends they ride into the sunset fly into the sunset in a way like even your friends are are leaving your side i don't know if that's the the right interpretation um but that's kind of don't mind um, it though no, I don't mind it either. And I think like you always, you know, as positive as Chris is, he's always going to like anybody's going to have those moments of like, of, of, yeah, of vindictiveness of like, yeah, screw you too, sort of a thing. And yeah, um, even against your back. What's that? Yeah. Give me give my me money. My yeah, money exactly. Back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't mind it. Um, uh, flying to the sunset in a way they're thrown into the fire. It's, it's cool lyrics. I just don't, you know. Um, I no, don't know. I agree. Something about it doesn't come together to make it great. I agree. I, I, yeah. When I'll, we'll talk about this literally next, but I think ghost story is awesome. And so I think when, and then O is a reprise, right? So when you put these two next to each other, all, uh, all your friends and ghost story, to me, yeah. there's an obvious standout. And then that makes all your friends just kind of yeah. be there and sputter a bit. So, um, yeah. Well, then I don't have all that much else to say about this one either. So fine. let's just get into don't, ghost story. Then. story. I like it. I like the melody a lot. Um, when the chorus comes in, it's arguably too much for me. Something really doesn't just quite come together. Interesting. I like a lot of the individual effects. I think it's just sure. all of it at the same time. Is it a bit much? Yeah. Is a bit much for me, but I I like it. Yeah, I I really like this one a lot. I feel like this would have been. Uh, I feel like this could have musically it doesn't sound like the rest of the album. I think it is as good mm-hmm. as anything on the album. It feels That's fair. like what that acoustic album could have been like it sounds a little viva e to me where it's like acoustic driven there's a lot of production but it's acoustic guitar and that's like driving the song yeah. um uh, yeah I I love the-, the acoustic parts yeah. are definitely my favorite yeah yeah I, I i agree because i think especially with this album it's like refreshing with that like you don't get that a lot on this album so when you do mm-hmm. even in sky full of stars when you do it's cool um lots of good lyrics on it i think um, I love just the overall feeling. Maybe I'm just a ghost, right? Like, you know, you're, you're talking about all these things that are haunting you from the past. Well, maybe I'm just that. Maybe yeah. I am the ghost. Um, uh, specter on a roller coaster, a thorn without a rose, like just like that really self, just something people fear, you know? Um, and then, yeah. and then uh, this gets dark too. What's the point in saying rescue me if no one ever hears? Like, it's like, it's dark, man, but. Um, I love this song musically and I love the drums right before the chorus, the pop, 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 and then, it, yeah. I, so I, yeah. I actually am a big fan of this one. I see why it was a B side or a bonus track as well. Cause I don't think it fits with the rest of the album, but I do think yeah, it's, I, agreed. I think it's as good as the rest personally, but um, I think that's pretty fair. And I think I, I, I'd agree with that. Cool. I'm glad. I'm really glad. Yeah. Um, should we go into overprise then? Reprise, right? Reprise. Yeah, let's do it. 
added eight seconds onto it. Well, yeah, it's it's yeah. I think it's trying to tie it all in together, and I it's yeah. not bad, but it's just like I've got nothing to add an extension to. <laughs> 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 I I just don't. I like I said, it just doesn't. I don't. It doesn't bother me at all. I just don't. It's not something I'm ever going to go back to. Exactly. Um, I don't hate I, it. It doesn't add anything for me. But I think it's. It must be. Uh, uh, important to Chris to have written it and then to have added a reprise version of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder too. It could be like a because don't ever let go. This. <laughs> This version of the album came with bonus tracks, mm-hmm. but this ensures that it ends on the same note that he intended it in all versions. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that no, even if you listen to the bonus tracks, it still ends on this theme. That's really interesting. Yeah, because it does flow really well. It yeah, like it always does. in my head kind of starts this way too. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And then it concludes. Yeah, concludes ghost stories with that line: "Don't ever let go." Like. Don't ever let go of love. Don't ever let go of the the your loved ones, that unconditional yeah. love that he has. And I feel like, you know, of all the people to divorce, to get divorced, he is obviously, he and Gwyneth probably both are very much like, I still love that person. We This just didn't work the way that we had yeah. hoped it would. But it's not like an F you or we're not ever going to talk again. Like they're still there for each other and their kids and stuff. It's just yeah, in a different capacity. So I don't know. I like it. I, I, I like it as the theme of the song. Again, I'm never going to go, oh, I'm going to go listen to O real quick. Um, yeah. But I do like it. So but just the reprise. Just the reprise, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's take a step back. Um, thoughts on the album as a whole? Yeah. I, it's not my favorite. Sure. There's a lot of individual parts that I like. Yeah. Um, a lot more that I appreciate now after coming back to it again. Sure. Uh, spending a little more time with it. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, it just doesn't quite come together as some of the other albums have. That's fair. That's fair. Is it? The, do you think it's the lyrics or the the music? I think it seems like it's been more the the instrumentation. It's more the music and the instrumentation. Yeah. I think because the lyrics, I really enjoy. Right. How many right. layers there are to a lot of them. Uh huh. But yeah, what about you? Yeah, I, I think this album as a whole has really grown on me a lot. Um, some of the songs that I didn't care for originally, I like a lot more than I used to. Um, I do think that it, again, I think it serves the purpose that it is built for. It is a breakup album. It is a, well, not even a breakup. It is a heartbreak album, I think. Um, and yeah. I think it, it has that, it, it, it enters that pantheon of breakup albums or heartbreak albums, but w- while still retaining the cold plainness of it, while still having that um, sky full of stars feel or that uplifting message and theme throughout it. So I, I think it comes together. Well, it's definitely not my favorite, um, but um, I think it, it, it is better than I used to think it is. I think. Fair. Um, so do you want to do some major minuses? Yeah. So I'm going to have a hard time. I'm having a real well, hard time. Let me go first, I guess. Okay. I also, I'm going to have a hard time. Um, I'm going to go. O is your minus. Okay similar with uh mx you didn't seem to like that it main function was as the closer sure okay um and then favorite i'm i'm thinking it's gonna be somewhere in the first three okay always in my head magic or ink 
And I'm I'm going to go with magic. Well, Nick, it seems like I'm going to have the opportunity to catch up here because you're zero for two, my friend. I would say my minus, I would say, is true love. Um, I still love the guitar solo a lot, but everything up to that point just doesn't always fully connect for me. Um, and and I think, oh, even though I don't, I agree. I think what you said is right. It functions to me as the closer. I think it is a beautiful, or Fly On is a beautiful ballad in and of itself. Okay. My favorite is Midnight by a mile. Like, I honestly think oh, Midnight is yeah, like one yeah. of the best Coldplay songs they've ever done. That, um, And that. I would say Ink and Oceans are close behind on that but yeah. i think midnight for me just easily just runs away with it this i, I it, like i said it, it is mind-blowing to me every time i listen to it it floors me now you on the other hand your minus the problem is it could be so many i feel like your major is either always in my head i think it's one of the top three i think it's always in my head magic or ink because i think from there is where you started to kind of fall off a little bit so I think I'm going to go for your major. Oh gosh, this is so hard. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a toss up, man. Um, I'm going to say magic. Oh, ah, fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> no ink. I'm going to go with ink. I think I'm wrong. I think I'm wrong, but I'm going to go with ink. And for your least favorite, this is even harder because like there's a few that you were indifferent toward. I think O has to be the has to be the choice though. I think it could be oceans, but I'm I'm gonna go favorite or major is ink, minus is O. Two for two. No way. Yes, I nailed now it. I hope oh. I won. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah. Going in, it, I would have guessed it would have so been magic, little, but I I feel so good about that. <laughs> It would have been magic going into it, you said? Yeah, but it uh, really caught me by surprise. And it, it's groovy as hell, and I love it. It is. It totally is. I I, I completely agree. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, yeah, it's between O and Oceans. Um, but the one has three minutes of silence that I didn't like. <laughs> like, why? I just, why do you think of that as part of the song? Why don't you think of them as Because they heads? intentionally chose to put it in there. I've never it is seen definitely part of the song. So mad about two and a half minutes of silence. No, but what you just said does it. If it wasn't part of the song, why did they put it? It's in not there? because to separate the two to let it sit with you before you okay. move into. Oh, then why make it so fucking long? It's two and a half minutes. It's not that long. That's a lot of my life. It's not. No, I'll it's never so get not. back. <laughs> I I just I <laughs> feel like you're unfairly maligning these two and a half minutes. Um. But I'm not going to fault you for it. I could have listened to a whole other song. <laughs> That's fair. You could you could listen to another song and come back to it right as O comes in. That's fair. Yeah. Um. Let's do let's do Rainy Day Rex then. Um, you want to go first? No, or... you go ahead this time. Okay. Um. Ah, it's a hard one. I have so many things that I could do but I don't have anything to separate any of them in my head. Um, really? Well, you know, cause it's like, I, I, when, when we record episodes closer than we normally do, it's kind of like, okay, shoot, I got to think of a couple of things to, to, to talk about. So, like, I've, got, so I've got a few things. Um, I think I've been uh, obviously listening to lots of music lately. So I, there's a movie I was thinking about, but I think I'm going to stick to music and 
um, just because it is what I referenced earlier, this is kind of a dark horse. I'm actually going to go with the Nationals album, Sleep Well Beast. Um, oh, okay. I was going to go with the most recent Mountain Goats album, but I think thinking about what? Yeah, going into the weekend, that's for sure. I, I'm surprised that wasn't one. I think it's two. just two on the... Fine, I'll switch it. I'm going to do... Um, no, you... Mount, no, I'm switching it. Fuck you. The Mountain Goats new album, Dark in Here. Um, it just came out in, in June, and it is... Far, th- that was the other thing in contention, so I don't feel bad about it. Um, okay. It, it, well, I do. It is... <laughs> you this is nick's rainy day right yeah (laughs) no it is um the newest mountain goats album called dark in here and uh it's amazing i mean again i'm it's my favorite band so i'm gonna be biased but i think um in comparison to their past two or three albums it is the most consistent to me where the album before this um there were there was there's a section of it that i don't love there's two or three tracks i go okay it kind of loses steam here before it kind of picks back up dark in here to me is consistently amazing all the way through it's very heavy very moody um very dark like that's the whole point of the album is like he talked about these are dark songs that are yeah. that are brooding and sit with you and are and um you know menacing almost but i i think they are some of the most musically diverse songs the band's ever done and um i i there's a, the, the closer is called <laughs> let me bathe in demonic light and I love that song so much. It's one of the standouts to me. The lead single, Mobile. Um, I Great. just, I, I, that's one of the tracks of the year for me. It's just amazing. Um, yeah. So, so I will here. say that I've, you've talked about him a ton, right? And I've never super been on board. I've had a couple songs that I really liked from him, but never, sure. it's never quite taken. Sure. And that's we're fair. going to see him in a couple months. Yeah. No. Yeah. And next I, month. I think next, Jesus. I know. Next month, concerts are back, baby. Uh, go on though. I think this might be the album that does it for me. It, uh, that's exciting. If, if I'm going to get into them, this this is going to be the catalyst. Well, that does it. Yeah, that's because fair. Yeah. I I love it. And I think I there's think... a lot in this album that it's kind of one of those like, okay, if you like these songs, then here are other ones from their yeah. past to listen to. So I think you'll be able to find more through lines that you that you like. Yeah, um, I it. do like the whole album. It has the longest song titles of anything that I've ever. <laughs> Welcome to, to the fucking Mountain Goats, man. Like four or five that are off of the phone. Like yeah. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> the destruction of the Cola Super Deep Borehole Tower. <laughs> um, you've got um, the slow or parts on Death Metal album of, of Peter, Peter Lochner's uh, uh, Baby Something review, review of an album. Yeah, it's 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 got some long titles. That's that is when, yeah. when, when the track listing came out, we were all collectively like, yep, sounds about right. <laughs> um, That's funny. But yeah, I mean, again, as a Mountain Goats fan, since April or May of 2020, we've had three Mountain Goats albums come out. Like, that's amazing. You don't get that that often, you know, and so it's he's so prolific. So, yeah, um, yeah I think dark. Is there one one or two off the top of your head that stick out to you? Or uh, Mobile, I yep. love since it came out. Yeah, uh, I really like the slow parts on Death, Death Metal albums. albums. Yeah, um, song. Yes, and then arguing with the piece to uh, the ghost of Peter Lofner. Yeah, really that's a good it. one too. Um, I also like also Parisian Enclave. The start of it is really good. Oh, that bit, that opening track is so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also like. Um, oh, I think is it called when a, is it when a headless horseman? What's it called when a powerful animal comes? No. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm mixing the two titles. I'm oh, thinking to of the, the headless horseman. To the headless horseman. I love that song too. I think that's a beautiful track as well. The new Hydra um, collection is pretty solid too. 
Yeah, I love that's that's got the someday all of you people will know. Yes. The, yeah. Yeah. The, the heart, yeah. The pacing it, but, on some of his lyrics is really fun. The safe way isn't the only way to yes, go. That's like that's one. such a classic Mountain Goats line. That's so John. The safe way isn't the only way to go. Oh, I love that so much. Um, and then in um, uh, I think it's in uh to a hor- the Horseman one where he says, um, a stranger's just a friend who hasn't shared their secrets yet. Like it's just like those lines where you're just like, God oh, damn it, man, it's so good. So, yeah, I could talk about this album way too much, but I do. <laughs> that I, you know, it's one of those things where I start to go, "What's the highlight?" And I go, "Shoot, it's all of it." Um, yep. But I love, like I said, the, the the closing track, "Let Me Bathe in Demonic Light," I think is beautiful. The chorus is one of my favorite choruses in a while. Um, it's a great, great album. So, um, absolutely recommend it. And like you said, I would also argue that it is. This and their most their other most recent album from late last year, Getting Into Knives, are two of their most um, accessible albums that you okay. can kind of come into. You know, I think there's some songs on Getting Into Knives that are also very, very accessible. Um, so, uh, yeah, I would I would take a listen to both of those. But anyway, done. Yeah, that'll be cool. I also finished my uh, my I could I couldn't make it to top twenty bands. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we got that. Do we got it? Do you want? To, are we doing that? Sure. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah, so I will say I had I struggle with this. Yeah, because I, know, I had. Well, just in general, it's hard to rank them, but I feel like I had seven to ten, where I was locked in. Like these are the top. Yeah. And then after that, I felt like I have a lot of bands that I'm crazy into right now. I yeah. put it in my favorite bands. Right. But it also felt a little weird because it was like stuff like, uh, let's see, Phoebe Bridgers. Oh, sure. Did not make the list. Right. That's why I gave her as the example. But right, like, right. that I've gotten into really recently. Yeah. And haven't necessarily but listened hard to all to... their stuff. No, for sure. Like, well, there's, it... like there's a couple of these that have a lot. And I know that, like I have listened to one of the albums once and that's it. So I'm like, how do sure. I put this in my favorite band? Yeah. If I don't even know all their albums. That's well, that's fair. I mean, I feel like that with the national, right? Like their first album, their first two albums I've barely ever listened to because yeah, like the alligator they, and boxer. No, not alligator. No, 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 no. So that's my point. Th- those are like their third and fourth albums. Okay. Um, there's sad songs for dirty lovers. And then I think there's one that's literally self-titled called the national that there's just not a lot on there that it really took them two or three. And, and then alligators where they found their groove. And it blew okay. up. so I, I hear what you're saying. I, I somewhat disagree with the premise, but I've also like, there were artists that I was also kicking off too. Because yeah. I was thinking, well, this is too recent. Like, is it okay to really put them on this list over these yeah. people? So I, I, I disagree, but I also do it. <laughs> yeah, I, as a whole, I ended up adding some of them on there. But okay, all right. Yeah. So obviously, Fleet Foxes is up there. Bare Naked Late it, number one. Okay, yep. BNL two. Um. Okay, so we're getting there. I mean, did Coldplay make the top twenty? Yeah. Where at? 15. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. And by top 20, I mean top 15. I oh, stop, top 15. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. Guster. Uh, six. Ben Folds. Three. Okay, that's what I was looking for, is what that number three was going to be. I feel like I'm going to find churches on here. Seven. Yep. Interesting. That's high. That's high. Um, mm-hmm. I was surprised. Is Bleachers, did they make the cut? Number five. Ooh, all right. I dig it. There we go. Yeah, way up there. Way up oh, yeah. there. Uh, this, see, this is where it gets hard now. Like you said, this is where you start to yep. go. Um, ah, the Killers could be on there. Nope. They're not. They could be, but they're not. They could um, be, but they're not. Is Hyam on there? 
Yeah, 12. Really? Okay. Okay. Last year, trying to straight to the top. What you listen to? REM? Nope. Red Hot Chili Peppers? No. <laughs> the Eagles? Okay. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> Screw me and fuck the Eagles. Um, oh man, what else could be up there? Chumbawamba. Yeah. Number, Number five. five. <laughs> no. Um, uh, I feel like I'm losing a little. I, I still I feel like I got a couple more in me, but I feel like I'm losing steam a little bit. So you might have to take over in a second. Um, I'm trying to think of the other future islands. Uh, future islands 14. Ah, there we go. See, you you have a higher um synth pop or synth rock. Um, yeah. you like more synth pop than I do. So I'm trying to think of those bands that that I don't love that I like though. There is one that I'm surprised you haven't gotten yet. Guster, BNL, Cold, uh, uh, Ben Folds, uh, Fleet Foxes, Bon Iver? No. Not Sufjan. I don't think you're, I think you like Sufjan, but not that much. I like his, al- yeah. that one album. You like Carrie and Lowell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. You'll have to, you'll have to go through the list for me then. Cause I feel all like, right. yeah. 15 Coldplay. Yep. 14 Future Islands. Yep. 13 Dawes. Oh, really? I would not yeah. have, never have guessed that. Okay, cool. Uh, 12 Haim. Yep. 11 The National. Really? So recently, oh, cool. really climbing. Yeah. Yep. 10 The Head and the Heart. Yeah. Because you love like Oblivions, right? Is yeah. that the one that you lo- yeah. I love? Yeah. Yeah. Oblivions. Um, Head and the Heart. Yeah. How are their newer albums? I like Living really Mirage good. and stuff. I, I really still, have not listened to I still to. think the first one is my favorite. Sure. But their newest one is probably my second favorite. Was that Living Mirage or is there another yeah. one? Okay. I have to listen. I have it. I've not really listened to it. So, all right. Sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. I believe. Yeah. Now, now that you say that, now I'm questioning if it is Living Mirage. I get, I'm really bad with album titles sometimes. Aren't we all though? Yeah. Um, yes. No, that is the most recent okay. one. Gotcha. Uh, nine, Cat Stevens. Oh, duh. Duh, man. How could I not have thought about Cat? Uh, eight tallest man on earth. Okay. Oh, I know who I left off now. Yep. Yeah, I know who I left off. Shit. Who'd you leave off? I left off radical face. Yes, number four. I yeah, I don't know how I could have forgotten. Exactly. That. <laughs> yeah, seven churches, six guster, five bleachers, four radical face, Ben Folds, BNL, Fleet Foxes. Gotcha. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> that checks out. I mean, that sounds pretty pretty accurate to you, and and I don't. That's not an insult, obviously. Um. Cool. That's a good. So does that. So what does that make your your um your rec, your rainy day wreck though? None of the above. <laughs> we just had to get the list. And I forgot about that. All right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going back to another podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna wreck the teachers' lounge. Ah, the same uh, fucking people. Yes. Everything so. To. Yep. For everyone who now knows. This is this is like the bottom of the well. This is the I've I've bled it dry now. Not bottom of the well in quality, but I have no more improv podcasts to recommend after this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is four guys that are like often on CBB in the same group that I I always find hilarious. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's a more long form. It's continued characters each episode, or the same characters every episode. And they're four teachers and just talking about their wacky experiences that they're making up. And it is maybe makes me laugh more than anything that I've listened to improv wise. Wow. Even me? I think. Yeah. <laughs> just, just by a little bit. Okay. Um, wow. Dick. 
<laughs> I mean, Bang Bang's my favorite, but this makes me laugh harder sometimes. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. So check it out. Interesting. Yeah, I guess. So is that one that's is that like a Stitcher Premium one, or is that anywhere anytime? Uh not anymore. I think it should be everywhere now. Okay, I'll have to listen. I I, I should it's make done. a point of listening it's, to it. Then. It's wrapped oh, it's, up. Oh, it's like done, done. Like they're. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. I think they may do something as a group still, but this series they wrapped gotcha. it up last year. Oh, cool. All right. Well, then you got then you have a full thing. You a fully. Pa- yes. You know, that's actually almost less intimidating because you don't feel like you're going to be getting behind on it. You literally can't be. So yeah. I'll have to listen to it's like then. four seasons, five okay. seasons, huh. five seasons in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, there you go. That's, that's, that's what you have now. Um, you now know both of our top 20 or 15 bands. Yeah. A couple episodes, you now know a podcast and an album to go listen to. Um, and you now know our thoughts on ghost stories. Um, what else could you want? What else do you need from this? That's the yeah. point of this whole thing. What else are you doing here? Yeah, if, if you didn't find what you were looking for in that, why are you here? If you just listen to this for however long this episode is, <laughs> you didn't get anything out of it, like that's on you. Like we upfront called it. But also, or us ghost still, stories. please come back. Yeah. Oh, I prefer you come back. Like if you if you're here in the first place, you're hopefully you're gonna come back again. But like, yeah. don't blame us for you not finding peace. So, yeah. um, all right. Well, uh, you know where to find us on the internets. Um, yep. coldplayrs at, at gmail.com gmail. on Facebook. Keep, keep doing it. Uh, coldplayrs at, at gmail.com. Coldplay at Facebook. Just Coldplay. JD Waldy on Instagram. Instagram. Twitter. This is insanely hard. I don't know how people actually do this. Well, it's easier to do when you're in person. If you're doing it over Zoom, it's a little bit. It also probably helps when your face isn't, your mouth isn't completely covered Covered by by the the pop pop filter. filter. So you can actually. We did that time. (laughs) All right. Well, next time we're in person, we'll do that. We'll do that. Um, Yeah. So look forward to that. (laughs) Look forward to that bit next time on Coldplay R Us. Oh, have a good one, y'all.